You are listening to a Live City Church podcast, and we hope you'll experience Jesus today. We are excited to have you join our extended online church family. If you would like further information or wish to access more content, please connect with us on our Live City Church Facebook page or visit us at livecitychurch.com. Honor Pastor Paul and Pastor Tanya, and uh, it's been many years of friendship. I just want you to hold somebody by the hand. I sense the anointing when we are praying. There's, there's something the Holy Spirit is doing here. There are people you're going through a lot of um, pain. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of un, 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 unclogging that's happening in the spirit. Um, it's like there's a detoxication that's happening. And I sense in the spirit as we are worshiping, something has just been released. You're going through a detox moment. You're going through an, an... It's like a house that is so crowded and you're releasing things out. The atmosphere is here this morning. You cannot carry last year's baggage into the new year. It's time to let it go. Release it right now. Some of you are carrying heavy stuff in your hearts. Unforgiveness... And sometimes it's rightly so because you've been hurt, you've been wounded. I pray this morning, even as you hold that hand, receive your miracle. Come on, let it go right now. This service is going to be a Holy Ghost service. The Holy Spirit is going to move in a very unusual way. Get ready wherever you are. I release the anointing of God, the fire of God on every seat. Somebody you came this morning, you're a bit skeptical. You're asking, who is this God because of what's been happening in your life? Some of you feel you've fallen into sin and you feel so filthy. This morning, the Lord is after the prodigals. I sense an anointing for drawing back. There is no judgment. There is love in this room. There is love in this room right now. Wherever you're sitting right now, I release the fire of God. I release the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I break every chain of condemnation. I break every chain of guilt. In the mighty name of Jesus. Some of you are carrying too much heaviness of feeling it's my fault. I break that this morning. In the name of Jesus. We expose the lies of the devil. God is not after killing you. God is after giving you life. He says the Father has come to give us life. And life in abundance. It is life. It is life. It is life. In the name of Jesus. This church has been a target of the enemy. For good reasons. Because this, this is an apostolic house. And the devil has come in too late because God has raised a standard. There's a stirring in the spirit right now. There's a stirring in the spirit. This service is for you, child of God. This is your service. Begin to refocus right now. Don't, don't get distracted. This is your service. Lord, we pray every attention. We put it under the feet of Jesus right now. In the name of the most high God. The name of the one that created the universe. 
the one that said, let there be light. In the name of the one that was, the one that is, and the one that is to come. Father, we give you honor, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, somebody say amen. Amen, amen. you may let go, amen. <laughs> Glory to God. It is, um, it, is a, it is a tragedy if you walk with greatness and live with greatness and uh, touch greatness and yet you don't recognize it. And so you guys are so blessed to have great men and great women of God as your pastors. If I was living in, in, uh, in this area or if ever I wasn't, didn't have a church, this would be my church. Because I know their heart. I know their heart. Um, I can share a lot, but it's going to be so emotional. And I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> Amen. Um, again, thanks for having us receive greetings from our church. I came with uh, Gemini and Kayleen. They're sitting right at the back. You want to just wave a little wave? Um, I came with Pastor Robin. Pastor Robin is the one that gave a word. You remember Pastor Robin? So she came as well. She actually lives around this area. And, uh, you know, God's called her to be with us. But she, she's here this morning. Thank you. And we have Nick. Most of you know Nick. Uh, just wave a little wave, Nick. Amen. If somebody else comes late, we want to bless them. Amen. We're going to tell them Australian time, not, uh, not, uh, not uh, island time. <laughs> Please turn your Bibles with me. I'll read a few verses today. The Lord has been stirring my heart about a word, and I'll be sharing with that. I want to say congratulations to Eden and Isaac. Amen. Congratulations. I saw that. Amen. Congratulations, Life City. We're just tapping in, and uh, thank you for what you're doing. And I'm, I'm just hanging in there as well. As, as God blesses you, I'm saying, God, I'm next online. So we're standing there with you. We're praying with you in Jesus' name. Second, Second Samuel chapter 2, verse, uh, 2 Samuel 22, verse 30. I'll read that verse. As it comes up, I want to read a law of rejection. If you can write this stuff down, uh, just to process and think about it, God's going to bless you. It's just going to be a foundation as I'm laying, as I bring the word. Very shortly, 15, 20 minutes, and then we're going to pray in Jesus' name. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 2. Ben, if you're there, can I see that? 2 Samuel chapter 2, uh, verse, 2 Samuel 22, verse 30. He says, for the Lord sought for a man to stand in the gap, but he found none. Another translation says, God sought for a man to stand in the gap and build a hedge, but he found none. 2 Samuel chapter 20, 22. Is that the one? 2 Samuel chapter 30, verse 4. Try chapter 30, verse 4. I'll bring it up. It says, it says that... Um, the Lord sought for a man to stand in the gap and build a hedge, but he found none. He found no one. God is always looking for a man. He doesn't look for crowds. He's looking for a man. He's looking for one person. He doesn't look for crowds. He's looking for one person. As we flip that chapter, that scripture, let me just give you law. Right, number one, law of rejection. We're going to get it. Ezekiel, is it? Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Paul. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. If I might paraphrase it, it says, The Lord sought for a man that would stand in the gap 
and build a hedge, but he found none. He couldn't get someone who could stand in the gap and build a hedge. God is not after crowds. God is after me. Say to yourself, God is after me. God is after me. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. We're going to get there shortly. We're moving very close. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. He said, he sought for a man to stand in the gap, but he found none. Anyway, is that the one? He said, I look for someone among them who would bring, who would build up the wall. I love that translation. And stand before me. I love it. This is good. I didn't read this one. In the gap on behalf of the land, so I would not have to destroy it, but I found no one. God did not find no one. If you got your Bibles, you can underline the word, who could build a wall, who could build up a hedge. God is looking for somebody who will not just stand in the gap, but build a hedge. Father, we pray for your word today. We pray may your word become flesh. Release an anointing this morning. Release impartation, release uh, revelation and insight. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen. Number one law, law of rejection, if you're writing, everything in the universe experiences rejection. Please write that down. It's going to help us where we're going. Everything in the universe experiences rejection. Everything in the universe experiences rejection. Everything in the universe. A lot of people are going through rejection, but they say, I think it's only me. No, everything in the universe experiences rejection. I'll give you an instant. The moment they created an iPhone, Samsung came up the market as well. So Samsung is always, always fighting with, with, um, with, um, with an iPhone. Whenever there's a Cristiano Ronaldo, there is a Messi. There's always going to be that two forces pulling each other. Because everything in the universe experiences rejection. Number two, God in his power and might is not accepted by everybody. Even God went through rejection. Can you believe this? In heaven, God lives in the heavens. A third of the angels rejected God. Was God a failure? No, he was. He wasn't. And he's not. And he can never be. There's no failure in God. But even God experienced and still experiences rejection. Some of us that do door-to-door knocking or you try and witness... There are people you tell them about God. They'll tell you, there's nothing like God. God does not exist. Is that right? Is that right? Because even now, still people don't believe in God. Number four, rejection. Number three, rejection is redirection. Every time you go through rejection, it is a sign of redirection. The Bible says Jesus is the chief cornerstone. That the builders have rejected. It's a stone that the builders have rejected. And now has become the chief cornerstone. What happens when you hit the corner? You make a turn. i say one more time. What happens when you hit the corner? You make a turn. Jesus, through rejection, became the chief cornerstone. Let it sink. When you hit rejection is a sign of redirection. Number three. Number four. Rejection is a divine protection. Rejection is a divine protection. Only two people are writing. Please write. Rejection is 
protection. Please write that somewhere. It's going to help you. Rejection is protection. Rejection is protection. Some breakups are breakthroughs. I'll say one more time. Some breakups are breakthroughs. Sometimes God allowed people to reject you so that you can break through. Some breakups are breakthroughs. <laughs> there are friendships that are they are friendship that have got expiry dates. When you go past the sale by date, you're gonna be in trouble. And you have to be wise enough to know this is not just rejection. This is my protection. Hello, somebody. That's why if you're clinging to something that has gone past the expiry date, you're going to be in trouble. So God allowed rejection to protect what God has put in you. Rejection is protection. You may cry about it, but God says, I've saved you, my sweetheart. I've saved you. You've dodged a bullet. <laughs> when I shared these points in our church a couple of Sundays ago, I said when I was, I was dating another person before I met Lillian, and I remember when we broke up, it was painful, Pastor Tanya. I cried for weeks and days. And, and then God showed me Lillian. And I go, oh my God, what was I looking for? Fast forward, three children in Australia, and God bless us. But the other person is, I look, you know, because she's still a born-again sister, and she serves the Lord and all that. Never been married until now. Look at her life up and down, and been into witchcraft, been into other things. God knew that I carry a ministry. I just dodged a bullet. Phew. Some breakups are breakthroughs. There is divine connection. There is connection and divine connection. You need to know which is a divine. I, when I met Pastor Paul and Pastor Tanya, I knew this is a divine connection. You need to know divine connections. Every Naomi, there is, there is a Ruth. Number five. And congratulations, Ruth. Auntie Ruth, God bless you. Amen. Sorry. Number five, rejection is for a season. Rejection is for a season. You cannot be rejected every time, all the time. If you're here and you get rejected all the time since you're born, you need deliverance. It's just seasonal. You're going to be rejected just for a season. But then when you step into another realm, you're another person. Rejection, number six, reject, rejection sometimes is a, is, is a reflection of lack of judgment to the other person, not you. Rejection is a reflection of lack of judgment to the other person. Is that right? It's not a reflection of your values. Because sometimes somebody may reject you or things may reject you. Or you apply for work, you get rejected. And you go, oh, I think I'm just useless. I think I'm just hopeless, miserable, and all kind of things you say. Rejection is not a reflection of your values. It's a reflection of a bad judgment of the other person. <laughs> it's not you. It is the lack of judgment for the other person. Hello, somebody. So you're going to rise from there. 
And say, I know I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You got to get some scriptures in you. Amen. Uh, next one. Um, rejection shouldn't discourage you, but should fire you up. Every time you're rejected, it should fire you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's nothing that fires me more than rejection. Fires me. Oh, my gosh. If you're here, you're rejected. Hit the gym. And if it's a lady, go hit the gym. Get the six-pack. I love what we're sharing with Pastor Paul. You can go back to school and study. I love somebody. You're not too old. My auntie went and studied law at the age of 50-something. She became a barrister at 60 in the UK. Oh, yeah. It's never too late. Are you with me, guys? There's nothing that fires us more than rejection. There's nothing. And that's why God uses that to fire us up. Number, number, num the next one, rejection, is an opportunity to explore more options. <laughs> rejection is an opportunity to explore more options. So, um, I didn't know we could do better without. I didn't know I could do better. Well, I didn't know this person. Well, are you with me, church? Rejection is an opportunity to explore other options. The next one, rejection cannot stop your destiny. It doesn't matter how bad you're rejected. Rejection cannot stop your destiny. The last one, when you're rejected, praise God. Raise a hallelujah. In the middle of the storm, I'll raise a hallelujah. You look back and say, I'll raise a hallelujah. In the presence of my enemies. Anytime you just praise God. Some things you may not understand, just praise God. Don't have a pity party, just praise God. Anytime that you apply something, they shut you down, just praise God. Raise a hallelujah. Every time you get that exam results, it says you fail. Don't tell yourself you fail. Say they have decided to put an F. <laughs> but I'm not a failure. This is their opinion. <laughs> Everyone is supposed to be excellent. Is that right? The education system, I reckon education system in Australia, they gauge you on how much you can remember. But grandmas know. That back in the village, they can tell you it's going to rain in the afternoon. But they never went to school. So you don't allow a paper to tell you that you're a failure. You're a loser. Don't allow Facebook posts. Hello? Because some of us, we see Facebook posts, we go depressed. Where we are going, you got to be strong. Paul says, be strong in the power of his might. Amen. Let's go back to our text as we get there. That's just a bit of a law. This year, 2020, as I was praying, the Lord showed to me, number 20 has got um, two numbers. 20 is 2 and 2. And uh, 2 is, um, if you turn to Genesis chapter 4, verse 6, chapter 1, verse 6, it says, in the second day, God created the heavens and the earth. And in the second day, he separated the waters. Number 2 is a number of separation. 
As I was praying through, we're just doing 21 days fasting and finishing up this week. Number two is, is a number of redemption. Genesis chapter 1 verse 6 gives us a second day. So if you look at 2020, 2020, it got double twos. And if you turn to Genesis 1 verse 2, it actually talks about God redeeming the earth. And I'm praying that 2020 is going to be a year of redemption. God is going to redeem whatever you have, re you have lost over the years. And then number two is also a number of, um, is a number of witness. Number two is a number of witness. If you're writing, this good time to write notes. Number two is a number of witness. God is talking about witness. It's at the mention of two witnesses that truth is established. Number two is a number of partnership. Uh, as we started the fasting, the Lord put a word in my heart about marriages. Marriages are breaking down. I tell you, we've been counting about maybe 12 now. Marriages are being shaken. And number two is a number of partnership. Hello? Number two is a number of partnership is also a number of twofold, which is marriage. Two shall become one. And I'm praying that this year God will heal marriages in this church. Come on, somebody. If you're struggling in your marriage relationship, I'm praying that this year God will heal and restore marriages. Where you've had misunderstanding, where there's been financial issues, God will heal and bring partnership back in the marriages. In Jesus' name. Two is also double. So you see double in 2020. Double, double is, um, is, is, so it's double. It means, um, you know, double, double grace. Uh, I pray that 2020 is going to be double grace for us. Uh, God is going to release double grace, double portion of his grace. Uh, number two is also team, teamwork. I pray that 2020 in uh, Life City is going to be a year of teamwork. People are going to walk and serve in teams. The scripture says two are better than two are better than one. It says there there is, there is a great reward. Where there is a teamwork, there is a great reward. This year I declare 2020, life said there shall be teams and teams and teams. Teamwork. Teamwork. It is a team that works. Hello? Team that works. So it's a teamwork. So 2020 shall be teamwork. And Amos says, the prophet Amos says, two cannot walk together unless they, unless they, I pray that there will be agreement even as team works. Hello? 2020, there will be agreement. Two cannot walk together unless they are in agreement. Number two is also a sign, is a number of angels. I looked up, is also a number of angels. The ministry of angels. I pray that 2020, we're going to see ministry of angels like never, never, ever before. 20 is mentioned 117 times in the Bible. Number 20 is mentioned 117 times in the Bible. I'm praying that over life city in Jesus' name. That God was going to bring witness. God is going to bring angelic ministry, supernatural in our services in Jesus' name. That the sick, sick are going to be healed. Uh, they, those are oppressed, depressed, they're going to be set free in Jesus' name. Amen. Get to the word. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 22. The Bible says, God sought for a man to stand in the gap. Thank you, Ben, for the little bit of background music. He sought for a man to stand in the gap. But he says so that he can build a hedge. God is looking for someone who can stand in the gap and build a hedge. Now listen to this. God is always looking for a hedge. 
What is a hedge? A hedge is a boundary. Turn to Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 8. This is what the Bible says. When the hedge is broken, then the serpent will bite. It's getting there. When the hedge is broken, Ecclesiastes, if you can bring it up, chapter 10, verse 8. He says, when the, when the hedge, yeah, this one says, whoever breaks through the wall may be beaten by a snake. Have you ever read that scripture? Life City now? Okay. Let me introduce you to Ecclesiastes. Some of the scriptures I started reading end of last year was a bit crazy. I went to Songs of Solomon. Very strange. I know. But the Lord began to speak to me about it. It was very strange. This is what the Lord says. When the hedge, another scripture says, when the hedge is broken, the serpent will bite. Let me give you the context of that scripture. Ezekiel is writing to the nation of Judah. A few things had happened in the nation of Judah. One, there was bloodshed and murder. There was betrayal and sacrifices. There was blood sacrifice. There was human sacrifice. Please pay attention. Number two, the land had turned to worshiping idols. And the place was defiled. There was the oppression of the fatherless and the widows. There was injustice in the land. The spirit of incest and adultery was in, this, was in the nation of Judah. There was fornication. There were all kinds of sexual perversions that was happening. People were squandering their inheritance. There was a, there was a rising of false prophets. And false teachings, the doctrines of demons and the doctrines of devils. There was all kinds of evil. Those things were in place. And God said, let's look for a man that can stand in the gap so that they can build a hedge. I say this, whenever a hedge is broken, the, the enemy, the snake will bite. The watchmen do not sit at the gate. The watchmen sit on the hedge. That's why when there is adultery, fornication, incest, injustice, wrong false doctrine, the hedge comes down because the watchmen sit on the wall. And when there is no wall, there is no place for the watchmen to sit. So the intercession is taken away. That's why a hedge is so important. Every marriage, there is a hedge. Every church, there is a hedge. In another translation, we call it boundary. Okay? We call it boundary. Whenever the boundaries are down, the enemy has a field day. Oh, kuraba shandaraba. Some people go through struggles and they say, I don't know what's going on. Maybe the hedge was broken. There's no hedge. This morning I came with a mission to repair the hedge. For us to break the cycle. There are people who come to church and you have like you got a button. On Sunday you're 
holy and whole shanda, shanda, shanda. On Monday, it's not your fault because you can't help it. On Monday, it's like a demon just comes on you. And you've seen it on your father, on your uncle, on everyone else. In your families, nobody has children or nobody goes this. It's just a cycle. Nobody stays saved. People get saved 10 years, 3 years, 2 years, they backslide. Others marry like, I've got two other women, I've got three other women, the incest, adultery. What was the problem? There's no age. So Pastor Robin, I was praying. I had prepared a message. I had prepared another message. Two days ago, the Lord began to convict me, took me to that scripture. And he said, the age has been broken. <sighs> For us to break the cycle, we got to build the age again. This church has got a hedge, which is a boundary. When you're told, sit down, sit down, that's a hedge. Hello? The hedge is not good. It's not nice, but it's good. Countries have got walls. They've got hedges. Israel has got a hedge because hedge will protect you. You see why? Because when you pull down the hedge, the illegals, let me use that word, Hello? What are the illegals? The demons and the minions. I'm not saying that people that, are, that go through, please get it in the spirit. I'm saying spiritually. You get my point? When the hedge is down, the demonic illegals, they flood in because there's no immigration. And that's why the hedge is important. When I came and I saw you guys honoring your pastor, it's good because you're establishing a hedge. See, one of the things the devil does to break any, anything, he brings two visions. And two visions is called division. Die. D-I. Vision. Division has got two words. D-I and vision. God cannot run a ministry, a marriage with a good idea. It can only be run by a God idea. Whenever the hedge comes down, the demons have a free way. And God says, listen to this. He says, I sought for a man to build the hedges. I shared with Pastor Alan. He rang me yesterday. We started talking. And he started talking about Nehemiah. And he's talking about Nehemiah, Pastor Paul. And he quotes a scripture and it fits into what the Lord has been talking to me since Friday. And he says, when Nehemiah built the wall, you know what he said to the king? I now need to build my house now. Because when you build the wall, God says, you can have extra to build your house. When you build the hedge, not only are you going to be safe, but God is going to give you enough even to build your own place of staying. Come on, somebody. When you go home, allow husbands to be husbands. Women, allow your men to lead. Men, begin to speak into your wife. Love on your wives. Let's build hedges in the family. Let's build altars and build hedges. When hedges are strong in the family and in the church, no devil is going to come through these churches in Jesus' name. I, I guarantee you, no demon. For too long, the churches are filled with people oppressed, depressed, suppressed, and demons are coming in. You know, people cannot walk with the Lord for two years. There's a cycle and cycle. It's time to build up hedges again and restore what God wants to do. He says, I sought for a man to build a wall, to build a hedge, so that 
and then stand in the gap. But I found none. Every head bowed, every eye closed in the presence of the Lord. Thank you for joining Life City Church. And we hope that you were blessed and inspired by today's message. If this ministry has made an impact on your life, we'd love to hear from you. Please drop us a line and share your story at thanks at livecitychurch.com or email us your prayer needs at prayer at livecitychurch.com. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about your story. If you love the ministry of Live City Church, you can make a financial gift to help us spread the good news of Jesus by going to livecitychurch.com and clicking the giving tab. We hope today's message has spoken into your life and look forward to your next visit.